If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Hi, I'm Jeffrey, and welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. We're getting ready to go to the beach today. Its restorative powers remind me of the magic of nightfalls. Looking way out to the horizon calms the soul. The breeze and salty sea air stirs the spirit. And the soothing sounds of the tide going in and out. In and out. is almost like breath itself. You can't help but slow down and forget your worries for a while. Before I head off to explore some rock pools and find some shells, I want to say a huge thanks for listening in. I hope this might ease your worries a while. Come, join me beside the fire tonight as I tell you of two young travellers who, much like myself, have had the pleasure of seeing some of the Earth's greatest wonders. Tonight, we'll follow John and Katie as they fall in love all over again beneath the blazing beauty of the Northern Lights. Before we join John and Katie in their discovery of one of the most spectacular wonders of the world, Let's take a moment to wind down from the day. Come to a comfortable position and allow yourself to relax for a moment. There's nothing for you to do and nowhere for you to be. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Lying there, Feel your breath drift ever so effortlessly in through your nose 
and out through your mouth. As you begin to relax, allow the natural pause that comes between an in-breath and an out-breath to begin to lengthen. Breathing in, hold it for a moment and exhale. Inhaling once more, hold it for two, three, and exhale. Breathing in and holding for two, three, four, and breathing out on a long sigh of relief. With each breath, feel the world that turns within you, the myriad of to-dos and pressures the people to see and places to be, the thoughts you can't shake and the moments you can't change, beginning to dissipate and drain from your body. Just as the world around you stills at night to make way for the balm-like beauty of the aurora borealis, so too does the world that turns within you As you feel your inner body begin to slow, your breath lengthening and dropping deeper, your heartbeat steadying itself for sleep, allow your eyes to gently drift closed for the day. Now, if you're feeling relaxed, our journey can begin. John and Katie could barely contain their excitement when they had met each other on that beach in Thailand two years ago. They had gushed about how much they both longed to see the Northern Lights one day. They had heard so many wonderful things about them and this trip was high up on both of their bucket lists as a result. They would never have thought back then that they would end up here today witnessing them together. Their lives had changed that day when they came together on the white, sandy beach. Katie had been crouched at the edge of the crystal lapping waves, looking intently at something in the sand. John saw her from up the beach, becoming curious as to what she had discovered. As he headed towards her across the expanse of sand, she sensed his footsteps and turned her head to look at him. She was squinting her eyes against the light and her face was tanned and her hair wavy and salty from the sea. John's heart skipped in his chest when he met her eye. She had a smile on her face that seemed to eclipse even the Thai sunshine, radiating a warmth that drew him in closer. She greeted him by pointing to a little object in the sand. A little five-pointed starfish was nestled there, half-buried and barely perceptible by the shoreline. 
John would come to realise that Katie has an eye for nature. On hikes through the wilderness, she would often yell out just in time to prevent John from stepping on a snail or a little frog. And she was often dropping off mid-sentence at the sight of a little bird, almost fully concealed in the trees above them. She was a gentle soul and had a particularly soft spot for animals. It was something that John quickly came to love about her. After a short discussion, they both cupped their hands together and carefully scooped up the sand that the starfish was laid upon, releasing it back into the waves. They had high-fived and joked about their wildlife rescuing credentials before John invited Katie for a cold beer at a nearby bar, rustically set into the sand itself up the beach. Sat there together, the view of the azure sea seemed to melt away to nothing as they got lost in their conversation, quickly sensing that the chemistry between them was unlike anything they had experienced before. They had quickly fallen for each other and continued to travel around the world together. They were both adventure seekers, keen to experience the world and see all of its amazing sights. It was idyllic that they were able to share it all with each other. They had graced the banks of the River Nile, trekked through parts of the Amazon, danced at the Rio Carnival, and slept beneath the stars at the Grand Canyon. They had tasted the rich flavours of the Middle East and savoured every mouthful of the best pizza they had ever had in Naples, Italy. The bewitching scents of the plum blossoms in the Kenrokuen Garden in Japan still lingered with them to this day. They had seen spectacular man-made structures and breathtaking scenery created by nature itself. They shared a passion and admiration for the wonders of this earth. That was what had drawn John to Katie in the first place. She was so similar to John that he felt as if he had known her forever. But she glowed with a light and sparkle that he hadn't encountered before. When she walked into a room, everyone gravitated towards her infectious positive energy. She was both interesting and interested in what anyone had to say. She lit up at the mere mention of new things to try and threw herself into everything wholeheartedly. She wasn't afraid of anything. She was a kindred spirit was simply magnetic. There was no one else that John would rather spend time with, and luckily, when he had suggested that they continue their travels together, she had jumped at the idea. The feeling was mutual. Katie adored John, 
just as much as he did her. And here they were, two years later, still journeying together. They hadn't spent a day apart since they had embarked on their adventures as a pair. Their current stop was Tromsø in Norway to witness the Aurora Borealis. It was October time and the nights were long, creating the perfect backdrop for the northern lights. They weren't the only people who had arrived in Tromsø specifically to witness the lights. Every year, Tromsø receives thousands of tourists, all hoping to catch a glimpse of the famous light show. On their bus trip to Tromsø, they'd spoken to many other passengers, all with the same intention and dream as them. One man they had met had been to several locations around the world, catch the northern lights, such as Alaska, Sweden, and Iceland. He said that, no matter how many times he saw the Aurora Borealis, it was still as stunning as it was the very first time he saw it. Katie and John had looked at each other with such delight upon hearing this. Tromsø lies in the heart of the Aurora Zone in the Norwegian Arctic, so the chances of seeing the Aurora Borealis are higher than in any other place. This is why they chose it as their destination. John and Katie didn't want to risk traveling all the way across the world to be disappointed. Upon arriving in Tromsø, they had enjoyed walking around the city, taking in the culture before heading out to the hills outside the bustling city. They had ambled happily along bustling streets, lined with charming wooden houses. They had sipped hot coffee, looking out over the flat, shimmering fjords that surrounded the town, and gazing up at snow-capped peaks. Then, when evening rolled in, they set out towards the hills. They knew that the lights of the city could restrict their view of the vast night sky, so they decided to head out into the wilderness. They found a spot on a hill high above Tromsø and set up camp for the night. It was beautiful from up there, looking over endless icy fjords and craggy peaks, with the town twinkling beneath them. Eventually, the sky began to darken. By then, Katie had set up their tent, while John cooked dinner on a gas stove. They settled themselves into their trusty pop-up camping chairs, and tucked into their hearty bowls of hot stew. They had gotten used to eating canned food during their more rural travels, often finding themselves in remote jungles and up mountains, with nothing but a backpack. Luckily, they had learnt some hints and tips along the way, 
and gathered a selection of spices and sauces to bring some flavour to their convenience food. Looking out across the sparse hills and the city below, they could barely see anything in the pitch black except for the distant lights of the houses and buildings of Tromso. The rest was dark, awaiting the bright colours of the astronomical phenomena that this area was famous for. Do you think we will see them? John asked as he took a mouthful of vegetables, feeling the gravy warm his insides as it travelled down his throat. I think so. I can feel it, Katie replied wistfully. But if we don't see them tonight, then we will just wait until tomorrow. And the day after that. And the day after that. We're in no rush. John smiled at her optimism and nodded his head. That was the best part of living to their own schedule. They never risked running out of time. They had all the time in the world to enjoy things and savour experiences. It was a truly relaxed way of living. Once he had finished his food, John pulled his chair closer to Katie's. He lay back into the soft material of the chair and pulled a woolly blanket up close to their faces. They tucked their feet under and snuggled in. The night air was cold, but they were toasty and warm underneath their blanket. Around them, elsewhere in the fields, they could see the outline of other campers with the same intention as them, waiting expectantly. Some were tucked up in sleeping bags beneath the canopy of their tents, whilst one small group congregated around a fire and chatted eagerly as they sipped thermoses of hot drinks. Up at the top of the hill behind them were a couple of camper vans, one with a family of small children who were all waiting patiently with their parents. Nobody was too young or too old for the Northern Lights. They were a natural wonder of the world for a reason. They all waited patiently for several hours. The combination of the dark night and their cosy blanket was beginning to lull John and Katie to sleep. They rested their heads on top of one another and shut their eyes to rest. They didn't want to miss anything, but the call of sleep was so strong that they could hardly resist. John felt Katie's body relax against him, and her head grew heavy on his shoulder. He watched as her chest began to rise and fall in a slow, steady rhythm of deep breaths in and deep breaths out. He wanted to remain awake in case they missed anything, but he trusted that if the Aurora Borealis turned up any time soon, they would be awoken by others around them 
so he allowed himself to gently close his eyes and focus only on his breathing. As he breathed in the fresh, clean Nordic air, his lungs felt soothed and enlivened. And as he sighed out, he felt his breath flow out on a cloud of vapour as his warm breath went the cold night air. Just as he was about to succumb to sweet sleep, he heard a rustling of people emerging from their tents, caravan doors gently opening, and a heightened tone of hushed voices. He peeped his eyelids open slightly and noticed a glow beginning to rise on the horizon. John opened his eyes fully and looked up at the dark night sky. He could hardly believe their luck as the aurora borealis came into sight. He had thought it unlikely that they could catch the northern lights on their first attempt. And here it was. John softly tapped Katie on her shoulder and rubbed his hand up and down her arm to gradually catch her attention. She stirred and peered at him through half-open eyes. Is it time? She whispered hopefully. It's time. He smiled at her and gently squeezed her upper arm in a reassuring embrace. Katie stretched out and sat up in her chair. She could see it too. The aurora borealis was creeping in and rising up over the horizon. It continued to grow and grow until it was fully enveloping the night sky in its spectacle. As soon as the light show began to take place in its full glory, they leapt up from their seats and stood to take it all in. One by one, warm, glittering colours trickled into the sky, as if somebody had tipped food colouring into a glass of water. Various colourful shades of green and purple melted into the dark canvas that wrapped around the world and blended to create the most mesmerizing display of nature's majesty ever to be seen. Spectral lights cascaded across the skies, rippling in and out like a pebble dropped in a river. Bright, twinkling stars peeked out between the spell-binding beams that crept over and above the distant mountains. You would be forgiven for thinking that these shapes in the sky came from another world. It was like nothing that either John or Katie had ever seen. They could hear all the people around them begin to gasp in awe and talk animatedly as they commented on the magnificence before them. The children up on the hill oohed and aahed as they watched, and some people even began to applaud the light show 
It was hypnotizing. John couldn't pull his eyes away. He had seen many beautiful things in his time traveling the world. He had beheld giant historical monuments in Bali, walked the magnificent Great Walls of China, bathed in the stunning waterfalls of numerous national parks across the globe, hiked the trails of Machu Picchu, and been lost for words with the splendor of the palaces of India. But nothing compared to this. Mother Nature, at her finest. He recalled a story that his grandma once told him, of the night when she said the best part of her life began. His grandma had always been a free spirit. She still was, even now at 88 years old. She could never be told what to do, and she was always searching for the best things in life. An ordinary life was not what his grandma had ever desired. When she was 22 years old, she packed a suitcase and set out on the adventure of her life. She had spent years studying and training for a job that no longer appealed to her. It was a difficult decision for her to make, of course. She had been dating a young man for several months, and she was sorry to have to leave him behind. He was a lovely, caring man who thought the world of her, and she loved him too. But she was restless. She wanted to make the most from life, and wasn't ready to settle down, as all of the other young ladies around her were doing. She wanted to see the world. Before long, she packed her bag and set out on her own, stating that she would only come back once she had seen everything she needed to see. She wanted to feel confident in her life choices, choosing her job, her partner, and her home from a more informed position after seeing what the world had to offer. She hoped to one day choose to settle down because she wanted to, not just because it was expected from her. And so, her journey began. Now in those days, it was very strange for a young woman to be that adventurous. Air travel had only just become popular, and so she made use of this new opportunity to see the world, only settling down when she felt truly ready. And who knew where she would choose to settle down? Perhaps she would travel to France, fall in love with the romantic lifestyle and never return. She vowed that she wouldn't return to England until she had seen everything she needed to. She spent a year and a half traveling by plane and train, exploring Europe, working as a nanny in many families, teaching English to European children, 
she lived out of a single suitcase and moved from place to place as she pleased. She spent Christmas with a kind family in Austria and celebrated her birthday in Portugal with locals she had recently befriended. She ate new food and experienced different cultures. She learnt phrases from many languages. She saw beautiful landscapes and monuments that took her breath away. She documented her adventures through the letters that she wrote to her love at home every month throughout the entirety of her trip. Though she was far away, she had never forgotten him or wavered in her love for him. Even with the freedom that she had taken for herself. And he had not forgotten her either, feeling proud of her bravery and adventurous spirit, looking forward to the stories she wrote in her letters. He understood her impulse to explore, and only hoped that one day, having experienced the world, she would return to him with the clarity and knowledge that she had been looking for. One day, she made the trip to Norway. She fell in love with the majestic fjords and embraced the crisp, clear breeze that flew in from the mountains with open arms. The rolling hills and vast green landscapes made her heart feel light and the simple ways of daily life filled her with an inner calm like no other place had. Civilization and nature felt at one there. She ended up staying in Norway for longer than she had in any other place, finding some sort of home in the midst of the rainy town of Bergen. One winter's day, a newfound friend mentioned that a coach trip was heading to Tromsø to attempt to witness the Aurora Borealis. It wasn't guaranteed that they would see the Northern Lights, as their visibility is at the mercy of the element. If the weather wasn't quite right, then the lights wouldn't be visible to the human eye. But it was a risk they were willing to take for such a potential spectacle. Eagerly, his grandma packed her suitcase, bought a ticket and boarded the coach headed to Tromsø, the next stop on her journey around the world. That very night, she and the tour group hiked to the top of a hill outside of the city and set up camp. Wrapped up in every item of clothing she possessed, she shared a flask of tea with her campmates and sat waiting on the hillside, praying for the light show to begin. After thirty minutes of waiting, a river of light began flowing through the night sky. Streams of multicolours performed a hypnotising dance, as if thousands of fairies were frolicking and leaving trails of stardust as they flew through the air 
It was hypnotizing. She couldn't take her eyes off it for a second. She gazed in awe at the celestial display, shining so brightly that it created its own reflection on the earth. The hours flew by and she didn't sleep. Instead, she sipped tea and basked in the dazzling light show. Mother Nature had really done an impressive job. There was nothing on this earth that could possibly be more breathtaking and magical than the Aurora Borealis. The next day, with a fulfilled heart and a new feeling of enlightenment, Jan's grandma had booked her journey home to England. She had found what she was looking for in the most simple and yet most extravagant experience that the earth has to offer. Upon returning home, she married the man she had stayed sweet on during her whole trip, and he went on to become John's grandpa. After that night beneath the northern lights, his grandma had never needed anything else to satisfy her. She had seen the best things she ever would, she came to find that the most perfect of moments are found in the spontaneous moments that the universe creates for us. She felt that in seeing the northern lights, she had forged a connection with nature, which she would carry with her as she moved into the next chapter and adventure of her life. And she saw echoes of that beauty in nature and in the people around her every day from there on. Whenever John's grandma spoke of the Aurora Borealis, her eyes lit up and she would disappear into a daze as if she were remembering and seeing it all again for the first time. She described it as the most spiritual moment of her life. John had always wanted to experience it for himself ever since. John felt a light nudge on his arm, breaking him from his daydream. Katie glanced at him and then looked back to the sky. People who say that magic isn't real clearly have never seen the Aurora Borealis, she whispered to him in awe, resting her head on his shoulder. She was right. There was nothing more magical than this moment. Not just because the sky was so beautiful, but because he was experiencing it with her. Feeling her head rest on his shoulder so gently filled him with the same warm, magical feeling that watching the northern lights did. Everything felt perfect. Nothing else mattered in the world right there. And then, looking down at her, he kissed the top of her head and she turned to face him, wrapping her arms around his waist. As they gazed into each other's eyes with content smiles on their lips and love glittering in their eyes, 
he knew this was the right moment. He took a deep breath and reached into his coat pocket. As his left hand clasped around what he needed, he used his right hand to gently remove her hands from his waist. For a moment, she looked confused, but as he knelt down on one knee and pulled a ring from his pocket, her perplexed expression turned to ecstatic surprise. John had been around the world, searching for the perfect moment to ask the perfect woman to be in his life forever. He didn't need to think twice to know that beneath the northern lights was the perfect place to start the rest of their life together. Just like his grandma had before him, he had found the most beautiful vision in the world, and she was standing right before him.